It's in you. You possess the power. The man who does more than he's paid for will soon be paid for more than he does. Napoleon Hill. I need some motivation. Motivation. Every day I try a little harder, but my dedication. Dedication. Keep my head way, way above the water. Crying myself and I yell at the wall. Begging to run, but I needed to crawl. I see the finish line up ahead. Trying to get traction from all of this tread. I am a- Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast that helps you be the leader. I'm Jeremiah Sullivan, and I'm your host. Hey, listen up. Um, I'm putting this, this show is put together to help you win and not just win, but lead and win. It's designed to build you up into the leader you were born to be. There's a huge problem in the world. This country and this entire globe lacks high quality leadership. Okay. And I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to sit by and be part of the problem. I'm going to contribute and I'm going to be part of the solution. So we put this show together to build you up into the leader that your family needs and that you need. Inside of each and every episode, we're going to dive into strategies and tactics that are going to help you with your goals. They're going to help you with your mindset. It's going to help you with your money. It's going to help you build a strong culture. And overall, we're going to help you build some damn success in your life. And if you've already gotten some success, we're taking you to higher levels. And it's not just me. I am, I am joined by my co-host, the podfather himself, Mr. Justin Phillips. What's up, dude? I really need to put together like a blooper reel of, of you from all <laughs> the freaking quotes on this podcast. It's kind of hilarious just to give people a little <laughs> behind the scenes look real quick. It's like the podcast itself usually goes pretty smoothly for like the 45 minutes, an hour, however long we do it. But for some reason, Jeremiah just can never get those first 20 seconds right or whatever it is. You know what? I don't know why you're raining on my parade here. I came in nice <laughs> and motivated. I had a cool intro. And then you come in and you just told everybody, just exposed me and and, and just exposed my imperfection. So I, I really, there. I appreciate you doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's Anyways. just a little hurdle at the beginning. That's all. Hey, what's today's topic, man? Today's topic is money. Ooh. It's everyone's favorite. Well, it, you know, it is and it isn't. I, you know, sometimes when you say money to people, they get triggered and they want to go a different direction. They're like, oh God, this guy is all about money. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. <laughs> You know, and, and it's because so many people have a negative and shitty relationship with money. So that when you say the word, it's a trigger for them, an emotional trigger that causes them to, you know, want to just detach and go a different direction. They completely, they've ignored it their whole life. They, their parents fought about it. And so now when you say the word, it just, it doesn't make them feel good inside and they want to go the other way. They run from it. So, uh, you know, that's, we'll dive into a little bit of that, a little bit of that here in a little bit before we do, I'm really excited to get into the subject of money because here's the reality of the, of the world. Money's a money plays a big role in the quality of your life. Okay? So if you're not reality is is most people aren't living in the way that they want to live. And so if we can master this subject, it doesn't matter if you want a big life or a small, simple, free life. Either way, today's episode is going to really help you out and catapult you to that dream life that you have inside of your mind's eye. Before we dive in, Justin, do you have any, let's get caught up, dude. Um, I, my life's a little bit different right now than, than normal, but uh, what about you first? Let's, let's talk about you and then we'll talk what about e- me. What exactly is normal for you at this point? You're yeah. like, like coming in every week. You're like, oh, I'm in a new city. Um, y- you know, man, I've been, oh, I said city and Siri came up. Hang on a second. Yeah, no, you're good. You're- How do I make you go away? Yeah. Always listening. Siri's always listening. I know. 
you, you know, the main thing that I've been doing lately that's a little bit different, I guess, is uh, I've been putting a heavy focus onto my photography skills um, as opposed to I've, I've been doing videography so long and audio to whatever extent, obviously. I do this thing and I realize that I'm still like pretty incompetent when I put my phone into photo mode. So I've been doing a lot of that lately and right on, sharpening up that skill also graphic design. So point being is that I'm constantly buying new freaking courses and trying to upgrade these to skill set of mine. Good. Good for you. Good for you, man. Um, hone your knife. That's the core value in Conquer yeah. Academy that you're representing right now. Hone, Major Steele said. If you're not going to war, if you're not at war, you're to prepare for war. So he said, you know, basically prepare all the time. So hone your knife. I like that. I like that you're working on your skills. Anything else? No, that's been pretty much consuming all my time. Yeah. Well, uh, good for you, man. And I hope are you back. You still in jujitsu? It's a pain in the ass right now. Trying to find. Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be. We got we got we got one private lesson out of the way. I like privates a hell of a lot better than classes, so I'm trying to keep doing that. And then the instructor got sick and all this nonsense. And oh, good. Stay the course. That's it's part of the game <laughs> is adapting. It's, it does make it does make training challenging when you're dependent upon other people. So, um, you, but where there's a will, there's a way. It's like Napoleon <laughs> Hill said. He said, "Desire is the starting point of all achievement." Got it. If you have the desire, everything else will fall into place, right? So for myself, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm over in the Dominican Republic right now. Are you? That's where I'm at. Yep. So decided this week, really, a friend of mine was having his birthday, um, and I needed, well, not needed, but I wanted to do a getaway at this time throughout in 2023. I wanted to get get out of my home and kind of just have some peace and quiet think bigger, see bigger and get myself in an area where I could do that. So I can, we combined all that. We came out here, my wife's with me as well. And her and I are, are basically taking a, a tactical pause and be, being a little present, um, with our accomplishments and how far we've, we've come. So yeah, we came out to the Dominican Republic. I'm in this beautiful casita that overlooks the ocean, like right behind me. Uh, you can see the ocean back there and it's got a nice pool and, um, I mean, this place is amazing, man. These these windows in this place are, I don't know, <laughs> fifteen feet high or something like that. Maybe tall, maybe taller. Your you webcam know. loves them. My, yeah, my webcam <laughs> loves them. But really, what this is doing for me is, like I said, it's helping me expand my vision, expand my thinking, and it's a it's a change in environment so that I can work through some challenges and some um, some plans that I have for myself and for the business and everything. Are you starting to get used to it yet? You do a lot of that nowadays. I mean, you did the podcast with your brother from the high rise in Florida, and then you were in Costa Rica for a conquer quest. And now, you know, you're in Florida all the time now. Um, and now you're in the like, is, is it starting to get a little more stale at this point? Just like constantly having a pool in the palm trees behind you? Or do you still <laughs> go there and you're just thinking about like little boy Jeremiah being like, how the hell? Yeah. Did we end up here? No, I, I do. I think about the con the contrast in life. And this is good for the listener to pay attention to where you guys are going to find the most happiness in life is in the contrast. Okay. It's not, you know, you don't appreciate a steak eating it every single day. You don't appreciate your warm house every, by living in it every single day. You don't appreciate your warm shower by, by using it every day. You appreciate it when you look back at the times where you didn't have those things. 
I can think of tons of times in my life where I didn't have the amenities and the great luxuries that I have today. I can think of times where I was in ranger school laying in the mountains and the rain was pouring on me and I was trying not to fall asleep because if I did, the instructors would have came up and dropped me from the entire course and I would have had to start over again. I remember being freezing cold in ranger school and being stuffed inside of this tent because we were, we were all potential risk for cold weather injuries. And I remember, you know, being in Afghanistan and walking outside of my room and having to, to walk through the rain in order to get to the bathroom and I, and doing that multiple times throughout the night just to lay back inside of my twin bed and go to sleep while I was away from my wife for several years. Okay. I remember times like that. And so when I'm here at a place like, you know, the, the Dominican Republic, or it doesn't matter where I'm at, what I do is I draw a contrast between where I'm at and where I've been. And I know we're going to talk about money, but drawing contrast in your life is a great way to create earnings in your life. Because when you think about where you've gone, you think about where you're at, that creates inspiration inside of you. It makes you want to do more and reach for a higher level, which makes you want to earn more. Okay. And we can, we'll talk about the game of winning, you know, the winning the game of money. We'll talk about that and how to do it. But point being is no, this stuff does not get old because I've been to the lows, of the lows, you know, I've had a gun to my head. I've had no friends. I've had no people around me to support me. I've been miserable. I've been bad with relationships. I've been through all that. I've been to war. I've seen men die. And so when I'm sitting outside of my casita here looking at the sunrise this, mor this morning, I'm appreciative. No, it doesn't get old. I appreciate every single second of it. Just like I appreciate waking up and seeing my dogs in my house back in Florida. It doesn't matter where I'm living. I pet them and I appreciate them just like I appreciate the sunrise here. So um, moral of the story, ladies and gentlemen, for everybody that's listening, I don't care what you have. I don't care how big your house is. I don't care if you have a pool or not. There's something in your life to be grateful for. And don't forget that what you're living now is once a thought. And that thought became a thing. Yeah, uh, that's, I mean, gratitude. I love that lesson. Every time it comes up, it's going to come up a lot. Yeah. On this podcast for the rest of forever, I'm pretty sure. But it's also, there's a good message in that for people right now that are at, I'll call it a lower point in their life right now, or if you've been, you know, struggling with your mental health, whatever the case may be. Broken, is, broken. Uh, if you are broken, broken, listen to what Justin is about to say. Well, what I'm about to say is that that part of your life is necessary, is essentially what you're saying. Like it's required in order for you to, at some point, have the most happiness you know, we'll say, or to boost up your gratitude when you do get out of it and you're back at one of the highs, you'll think about where you are right now and you'll be like, damn. Yeah, it's absolutely true. And there's people that are, you know, I don't care how bad your situation is. There's people out there that are doing worse than you. Yeah. You know, perspective is everything in life. Okay. And happiness is a state of being. It's a, it's a, it's a choice. You know, I had to teach myself to be happy when I was at my lows, lowest of lows, I had to teach myself to be happy when I was at war. I had to teach myself to be happy when I was in military units that I didn't care for. I had to teach myself to be happy when I was in basic training. I had to teach myself to be happy through all the adversity. Now, what that has turned into, it doesn't matter what, what's around me. I'm a happy individual by choice. I'm a happy individual whether there's no money in my bank account or more money than I know what to do with in my bank account. It doesn't, that doesn't, the result in my life doesn't dictate my happiness. Okay. And that's why I'm wealthy. And that's why I can do things like this is because everybody in life, listen, we're going to talk about money today, but money's going to start flowing to you when you don't actually need it, when you don't actually want it. Okay. But you have to want it to start your journey on getting it. 
Okay. What I mean is that everything starts out in life as a, a goal that you want to pursue, an outcome that you want to achieve. But once you get close to it, you don't even want that thing anymore. You want something beyond it, something more, something more that has more depth to it. Like women, right? When you're a kid, you don't, you're not thinking about marriage when you're coming up. You're thinking about taking somebody out on a date. How many different people can I maybe get with? And how can I experience lust? That's what you're thinking about is lust. And through the lust, you find love. You don't set out initially. Well, many people don't. Maybe some people do. But, very, but you know, for most people in life, that's usually, especially men, that's usually not their first thought is I want to fall in love. They think they, they're, they're more searching for lust and validation and then they stumble upon love and then that takes them to the depths of something very, very valuable. Okay, so money works the same way. You, you know, at some point in your life, it's, it's, it's healthy to want more money, but it, what's going to happen along the journey is you're going to start figuring out ways to get to the, those earnings, but you're not going to value the money anymore. You're going to value what has to come, what you have to do to earn the money. That's where you're going to find the value. Okay. So this is going to be a great subject as we keep diving deeper and deeper, my man. Yeah. I, I don't know which direction to take that. Can you, can you give me anything kind of about how you learned these lessons in the first place or what the journeys looked like for you? Yeah. Let me start off with the contrast. So if you know, I always assume that there's somebody listening that doesn't know my full story, right? Yeah. You know, I grew up in a town of 300 people, very small town. I used to hunt with my dad to put food on the table. Okay. Um, my parents, we always had our basic needs met. We had a roof over our head. You know, I had three brothers there. Was, it was, we had a busy, busy household, a loving household, a little bit of a stressful household. My parents would work multiple jobs to basically provide for us. We, we did have government assistance. You know, we had, you know, we were on welfare for a little bit and point being is that I went from that to what I'm doing now. I'm over in this very, very nice, luxurious casita. I do whatever I want when I want with whoever I want. Okay. Now I still have a lot of levels higher to go, but what I've learned over the years is, you know, I, when I was starting at the very youngest that I can remember, I always wanted to be successful. I wanted to have it all just like everybody else. And I longed for that success, but I felt pain down inside that I could never get it. I didn't think that I was born into the family that could help me become very successful. I didn't think that I had the resources to become very successful. I didn't think I could be rich and famous and all these type of different things. And I'd be out in public and people would come shake my hand. That was so far beyond my understanding. But what ended up happening was along the way through trial and error and failures, I started going inward. I started going inward to what I want. I started combating my insecurities. I started combating my doubts. I started combating my fears and I started working on me. And what ended up happening was I started, I found my way towards learning about riches. I started finding my way to learning about how to improve as a man and as a leader. And when I started working on me, that's when the money started fixing itself. Okay. What I mean here is I, you know, I've been, I've been paycheck to paycheck. I've had, you know, more debt than I knew what to do with and how to get out of. I've, I've, I've didn't know I've, I've, I've been in situations where I had a financial limitation, a financial ceiling. I broke through all that. And now I feel, I truly feel like I'm a creator of my reality, a creator of my universe, and I can create whatever earnings I want. And I'm doing that. But what I learned throughout the years, um, I'll just, I'll talk about this because I think this can help out somebody tremendously. I teach this in my, one of my programs 
in my dagger program, Shortcut to Success. What I learned over the years is I stumbled my way to riches. I, I, through constant failure, I stumbled and I failed. I beat, I bumped my head over and over and over again. I, I basically did everything that you, you do when you're starting off trying to be rich. I made tons of mistakes. And I tried to take shortcuts. And that put me in, I just was basically going in circles. And what ended up happening is I found a mentor and he straightened me out. Okay. And what he told me, he said, Hey, Jeremiah, you're trying to get the world in order. You're trying to take over the world. But if you want the world to be in order, you got to put yourself together first. Put the boy together and the world takes care of itself. And so we went inward and he taught me success was an inside job. And when I started working on me, that's when things started improving. And then along the way, I learned that there was four keys to becoming rich in life. Now, when I say rich, I don't mean just money. These keys work in any area of your life. You can apply them to friends, relationships. You can apply it to whatever you want, but there's four keys to riches. And if you're taking notes on this podcast, you're going to want to listen to this. Actually, if money is a goal of yours and you've had a hard time earning it, keeping it, growing it, you're going to want to listen to this. There are four keys to riches that will, if you master these, they will completely transform your life and your abundance. Number one is you need to work on your relationship and philosophy to money. I'll expand upon each of these in a minute. Number two, you get paid according to the impact that you're making. Number three, you also get paid in accordance with the law of compensation. And number four, in order to get really rich, you got to upgrade your habits, your skill set, your mindset, and your team. Those are the four keys to riches that'll set you free. You're writing notes, aren't you? I am. Hell yeah. <laughs> good student. What a good student. Mostly so I can remember to do the recap at the end of the episode. Okay. So um, I like that the first key is your relationship or philosophy with money because that's the next thing I wanted to dive into. What? Where was I going to go with that, though? Well, okay. let me go ahead. Here's another thing that keeps coming up over and over and over again. If people have been listening to the podcast, I know that. But like last week, we talked about networking. The week before, we talked about, I don't remember what off the top of my head, but every single episode, this is coming back basically to working on yourself. Right. Yes. It seems that seems to be the overall key to everything. When you start working on the boy, your network becomes stronger and your financial situation becomes stronger and your everything becomes stronger. Right. What? So in terms of money, what types of things did you have to work on inside of yourself? Were you seeing that you're like, oh, shit, that eventually led to a better result? Well, the first thing is, the, is my relationship with money. OK, and my relationship with money was toxic. My relationship with myself was toxic. OK, most people are escaping the reality of their relationship to themselves. In other words, most people don't like themselves. So they're constantly looking to escape themselves. They're looking, they're turning to vices. They're turning to video games. They're turning to partying and fun. They're turning to debauchery. And it's because they don't like sitting alone with themselves. Okay. And they actually treat money the same exact type of way. So the first thing that I had to fix in order to get rich is I had to fix my relationship with myself and my relationship with money. Okay. Here, what, how do you do, how, what's a, what's a uh, toxic relationship look like? A toxic relationship looks like a push-pull relationship. You love it one second, you absolutely hate it one second. You know, one second, you want to be with it. The next second, you want nothing to do with it. You know, it controls you. It also controls your decisions. It tells you what you can and can't do. 
Okay. My relationship with money was absolutely toxic. I would have periods in my life where I wouldn't open my bank account. I had periods in my life where I was scared to talk about my earnings at when I was sitting at a table with people. Okay. So the first thing that people have to do is you have to improve the relationship that you have with money. You need a healthy, prosperous relationship with money. If, If money is a trigger word for you, because it is for most people, because it was stressful in their household as a kid. You heard things like money doesn't grow on trees. What do you think we're made of money? And then your parents fought about it. Well, now you have all those limiting beliefs about money. And guess what ends up happening? You develop a really toxic relationship with it as you get older. Okay. Now the same is true with the individual. Okay. The path, really what we're talking about as we continue to build riches is self-mastery. Okay. The more you work on yourself, the more you love yourself in, in turn, what will happen is you'll start loving your relationship with money. What I mean is that when you love yourself, you address your weaknesses. Okay. You address your weaknesses and you turn them into strengths. When you decide to love yourself, you're going to find out that you're not exactly in a healthy relationship with money and that that's a flaw. It's a weakness of yours. And so you're going to go to work to fix it. And when you fix it, you're going to love yourself even more. You see where this is going? This is all coming together. It's all about you working on you, identifying your weaknesses, making them into strengths. But like I said, the key here to riches, before you can like, here's the thing. Here's an example. You ever heard a story about a lottery winner winner winning millions of dollars? That Imagine that person has a toxic relationship with money. They get millions of dollars in their bank account. Well, guess what ends up happening? They don't know what the hell to do with it. They go and spend it and blow it. And the next thing you know, they're broke and they can't figure out how to get it back. That's, that's the byproduct of having a toxic, but if you understand how money works, okay, you have a healthy relationship with it and you couple that with a strong philosophy, okay, like a philosophy is your understanding about how money circulates, right? For me, one of the philosophies that I have is that the more I give, the more I get. The more I invest, the more I spend, the more I make. Most people don't think mm-hmm. like that. I also believe that money goes to the people responsible with it. So responsibility means that when money comes to me, I allow it to circulate to and through me and I replant it into other areas of my life that can make the lives of others better. So this is a healthy relationship and a healthy philosophy with money. If I used, I used to believe that money was mine to hold on to and I should store it, right? Kind of like a freaking a squirrel score, you know, tucks away his food, right? No, this is mine. I'm going to hoard onto it. But guess what happens when you do that with money? It dies. You know, money works a lot like uh, fruits and vegetables from a garden. Once you harvest it, if you let it sit, it's going to rot. So put it in your savings account. It just goes and trickles and trickles away. It slowly expires, whether through inflation or you start dipping into it for sporadic spending. And over time, it ends up disappearing. So your job, you're not in that situation. That person doesn't have a healthy philosophy with money. Okay, they have a toxic relationship, and a toxic philosophy with it. And they're letting their money sit in the bank, not doing anything with it, not using it for good. When I shifted that for myself, I, I got more comfortable talking about my earnings. I got more comfortable looking at my accounts. I realized that money is a tool. And then I shifted my philosophy with how it works. Guess what ended up happening? I started giving some away, started investing it. And when I did that, more started flowing to and through me. Okay, the universe has this thing, the law of vacuum, which means that in order to create space for something that you want, you have to first empty the space around it. Okay, if you want a, if you want a fresh glass of water and I give you a cup and it's full of water, if you want fresh water, what do you got to do? You got to pour out the water that's inside of it. You have to make space for the new water. 
Okay. This is how money works. This is the cycle of money. If you want to earn more, you have to find a way to, to invest and to, to funnel the money that you do have into areas that are going, you're going to empty it out and then it's going to refill and at a higher level. Does that make sense? Yeah, that mostly makes it. Yeah, it does make sense. Um, I, I was also actually when I was looking at quotes before this episode too, something I saw that was really interesting was someone was talking about there's this like master slave thing that happens with money. And I think a lot of people that have a bad relationship money with money just have that upside down. There's basically two types of people. Some people are controlled by their money and other people control it. Yes. You're saying, you know, on the back end, like you should be the master to your money and not the other way around. Exactly. That's exactly right. I make money. Money doesn't make me. Yeah. Right. Say that again. I make money. Money doesn't make me. If you guys need a belief system, you need to reinstall belief system. Say that affirmation over and over and over again until you truly believe it and you're living by it. I don't make money, money. I, I'm starting to mess that up. <laughs> I for the blooper money, reel. Money doesn't make me. Um, and then the other part here that what I really started doing differently to start earning more uh, was I started, I stopped allowing money to make my decisions. Right. Okay. Now this is going to be a dangerous thing to do if you're starting off, and you don't have a, an awareness around what you're actually doing. Okay. Most most people in life make decisions based off of what they have. I don't do that. I make decisions based off of what I want. Okay. On this trip right here, when we came to the Dominican Republic, we were talking about, uh, we had, the first question we asked was not, what can we afford? We said, where do we want to go? And we started brainstorming. One of the ideas that got, that was pop that popped up was going to Greece. Like, Hey, what if we go to Greece and we just spent a couple of days out there? Yada, yada. And I was like, you know, that sounds okay, but here's why I don't want to go. I'm like, it's too much time, man. I don't want to be on a plane for freaking 16 hours and travel for a day and a half or whatever it is. So I'm making decisions from what I want, not based off of what I have first. Now, you ha yeah, I'm going to take into consideration what I have, but that's coming after the fact, always after the fact. Now, if you can simply switch this in your life, it'll have profound effects. Now, here's the thing, though. The most important area that you apply this to is not your purchases. It's what you're doing with your time, attention, and life. So if you want to move to a new state or city, the problem isn't that you don't have the earnings or the money to do it. The problem is that you haven't decided where exactly that you want to live and what apartment you want to be in or what house you want to be in. Once you make that decision, then you go get the money and you figure out how to get in the place. That's what I did and it worked for me. Yeah. I think people do that on some level, like almost everybody and they're not just not the most responsible. Like, like I would talk about other people that I know that are into photo or video. It's like so easy for them to figure out what camera they want, what lens they want. And all of a sudden they can figure out how to come up with two, three, four thousand $4,000 or something to buy that camera or lens. And then those same people will have issues paying like 50 bucks for, I, I don't even know, you know, whatever else. So, I guess just to scale that, would you scale that all the way back to and apply that to every aspect of your life, like finding what you want first and then figuring out how to get the money to get there? Yes, every single thing. When you know what you want, the strategy aligns. Now, it might not happen instantaneously. It might take a little bit of time. Yeah. But but what like when I first when I tried to buy my first home, right? The bank told me no, and I, I yeah. they wouldn't lend me the money. But I knew I tried to buy the house and I got told no. Now I knew that I had made the decision to buy a home, 
Now I encountered a failure. I didn't, wasn't able to buy the home. So this doesn't always work out. It's not like you, it doesn't right away. It doesn't always work out. But I, once I made the decision, I got the failure. What ended up happening is then I started strategizing and, and I learned from the failure and I figured out how to get the money to actually buy a house. And 18 months later, I bought my first home. You see, you understand? Mm-hmm. So it's decision first. It's not going to be perfect, but making the decision is what you want because then the strategy starts aligning itself. That's the same thing with this master slave thing, right? It's you're making the decisions. You're not letting the money control whether or not you're going to be a homeowner. You're not letting the money control, you know, whether or not you're going to drive this car or that car. You're saying, this is what I'm going to do. And then figuring out how to put your money to work. Use it as a tool to get to where you want to go. Yeah. You know, and I, I struggled for a really long time trying to figure out how to make more. Like, I mean, that was the goal. I was like, how do I, you know, I was focused on the result so much. Okay. And everybody should focus on the result that they want because it's part of the journey. Everybody goes through the same journey and in, in increasing their earnings and making more money and becoming wealthy. It's very, very similar. It always starts off with like wanting something. And then, and as they go through the journey, learning what they're truly, truly after learning more about themselves and evolving. Okay. And so I had to evolve as well. And what I learned about money is that you actually get paid for the value that you bring the marketplace. Okay. So if you really want to hack to life and earnings, what you need to focus on is giving more to the people, places, and things around you to invest more. Okay. If you give, 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 you're going to get, get, get. This is the law of the universe. This is the law of how things work. You reap what you sow. Okay. It's the law of cause and effect. Okay. Now I I understand that a lot of people, they may not be, they may, this might be over their head. Okay. They might be saying, well, what do you mean if I just give, give, give? Listen, Here's an example. If I go around and I start giving out, let's just hypothetically say I have a, I give my, I give a thousand dollars to somebody. It's the last thousand dollars of my name. And I ask for a hundred dollars back. Guess what's going to happen? They're going to give me that hundred bucks. You're like, yeah, but you just lost a thousand dollars. Well, right. However, I've given to that person and I can ask for additional favors too, if I want to. Hey man, not only can I have a hundred bucks, but you mind if you like land me a job with so-and-so So I'm just saying, what I'm saying here is like, when you give, you're able to get, okay, this is one of the keys ties into, uh, the impact when it comes to the the acronym that I gave the keys to riches, it ties into the law of compensation. And there, this is the thing that people need to understand, dude, success and money is not a new topic. It has been around forever. Okay. Like go read the richest man in Babylon. That book is ancient, ancient text that talks about how to build up wealth. Okay. And so this subject has always been around. And what's funny is that all these different people, all these different authors, all these different successful people, they're all saying the same thing. They all say it's the same code. Like Zig Ziglar. He said to get everything. He said, you can get everything you want in life. If you can just help enough people get what they want. But what happens is when you're, you have a low level of awareness and you're selfish, which is what most people are their entire lives until they become an evolved human being and evolved leader, you're not thinking about helping others. You're thinking about helping yourself. So you stay broke, but on your path to earning more, you learn that if you really want to be wealthy, what you really have to do is stop being selfish and start being selfless. How can I help my customers get more of what they want? How can I help my boss get more of what he wants? How can I help uh, whoever it is that's around me get more of what they want? And by karma, 
and the law of cause and effect, I will eventually end up getting what I want. This is the law. This is the way. Where are we in the in the points here? I was going to try to just keep going down the list, and I don't even know what two and four were. Well, we went to... <laughs> and I think first, we're on three at this point, so I'm just... <laughs> no, I, I hit a couple of them, but I just was I was just touching on them as I go. But basically, the first key to earning riches is your relationship of philosophy with money. The next key is I, the impact. The impact that you get paid according to the impact that you're making in the marketplace. So if you have a job and you are a... Um, you're, I don't know, you're making sandwiches at Subway. All right. Or you are a soldier in the military. You're getting paid in accordance with your ability to do the job, the impact that you're making. You're, you're, if you're in the infantry and you have, you're a rifleman and your job is to shoot, move and communicate, guess what? You're getting paid to help win the nation's war with those skill levels. That's, that's the pay that you deserve. The world is not a crazy enough place to reward a bunch of undeserving people. So what people don't understand is that you actually get paid what you're worth right now. So the more you increase your stock, the more you increase your skills, your mindset, and all these different things, the more you end up starting getting paid, right? So for example, if I'm in the infantry and I'm a rifleman, I'm getting paid as a basic level soldier. But if I get promoted and I'm making a bigger impact, I have a team, I'm going to start getting paid more, okay? So you get paid according to the impact that you're making in the marketplace. Then you want me to keep going? Mm -hmm. Okay. So then there's the C. C stands for the law of compensation. Your, your earnings go up in accordance with the value that you provide the marketplace and your pay is proportional to the level of problem that you can solve and your ability to do it. Okay. In other words, you get paid, the value that you receive is based off of the value that you give. So one, you got to make an impact. You got to do the job and that's where you get your earnings. Then if you want to get paid more, you got to do a better job. You got to do a better job in the marketplace. The more, the, the, like you're doing right now, Justin, you're increasing your skills. You might not get paid for it right away. But if you keep working on your skills over and over and over again, what's going to end up happening is the money's going to start coming to you through the law of compensation. You there? You with me? Yep. I'm, I'm back on track now. All right. Anything you want me to elaborate on more there or you want me to keep going? No, I keep, keep moving. Okay. The last key to riches is the H. The, rich, the acronym is R-I-C-H. Last sense. one is, yep. I'm just walking the dog here to make sure that I'm not speaking too quick and I'm not <laughs> like just shotgun blasting this acronym. Listen, guys, I, I break all this down in my, I don't, I'm not going to pitch my program, but like this, what I'm teaching you guys right now, it, it takes me a full hour to dive into this just to give the concept. And then I go, I do several classes after I teach this one that deep dives into all these. So what you guys are asking me to do, I'm giving you a general understanding. What you need to do by, as I'm teaching this to you is find the part that you really need to work on. Do you need to work on your relationship with money, your philosophy to money? Do you need to focus on making a bigger impact or putting yourself in a different position to make a different impact? And then when you do that, how can you increase your value that you're delivering in the marketplace so you can get paid more in accordance with the law of compensation, right? How can I do an even better job and be harder to replace, be the linchpin, okay? Focus on one of those three keys, okay? Now, the last one is to get rich, you got to upgrade. At some point, you're going to plateau, okay? Maybe you're plateau right now or maybe you're stuck right now. To break through that, you have to upgrade your habits, 
your financial habits, your earning habits, your overall habits in life, your, your, as a human being, you need to develop more productive, positive habits that help you earn more. Your mindset, which is your, you ever think about how much money do you think about on a regular basis? Do you think about how much you need to get by for the month? Do you think about the amount of debt that you have? Or are you thinking about how much can I potentially earn today? How much can I potentially earn this month? Are you expanding your mindset when it comes to money? Okay. So habits, mindset. The next thing is skill set. So if I want, for me, if I want to be a, if I want to get paid more, one of the things that I can upgrade is my communication. If I can influence and impact people to a higher level, chances are if I do that enough, I'm going to start getting paid greater for it. So I want to upgrade my skill set. Okay. And then the last piece is your team. If you want to become rich, you got to upgrade your team. And when I say team, there's a lot of different ways to approach this. You can pay for prox to pay to get in proximity of people that you admire and respect and that are wealthy and rich and successful and get around them and start building up that network. But once you get in proximity of them, you got to figure out a way to maintain that relationship. So just because you get in the door doesn't mean that all your problems are going to be solved, right? You got to like, you're buying a seat at the table, but then you got to earn your ability to stay there and get invited to the next one. So you want to upgrade your team. You can pay for proximity to get around new people. You can also pick people that are in your circle right now and you can invest into them. I invest into my wife all the time. Okay. I put money into her. I put words into her. I put time into her. I do. And she does the same to me. Okay. What ends up happening is that becomes a mutual relationship where we're both investing in each other and that relationship prospers. And then through that, we both end up being rewarded for it. But there's somebody in everybody's life that's treating them great that they could invest more into. Okay. And you want to figure out a way to either help them with their skills, their mindset, whatever. And you don't, it doesn't all, you don't always have to just invest money. You can invest time and attention and words into them as well. So there's a lot of different ways to, to invest into those team members. Okay. But again, recapping on it, the four keys to riches the R, your relationship and philosophy to money. Number two is the I. You got to make an impact. Number three, you get paid proportion of the law of compensation, your ability to develop value and put value into the marketplace, your ability to solve problems. Then the H, you got to upgrade your habits, your skill set, your mindset, and your team. Those are the four keys to riches. Let's, um, let's wrap this up by talking about investing and really where to invest your money really in relation to what stage a person is probably at at any given point. because. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of talk about that out there. And and, I, and really what I'm getting at is talking about investing in yourself and what more specifically people can do to start doing that without yeah. wasting their time. Well, here's what I'll say that if you're trying to figure out where to invest your money, if you haven't figured out how to remove the financial ceiling over your head, that's the first place that you need to focus on investing. You need to figure out, you need to work on you and your mindset and accumulate the skills to not have a financial ceiling. That's the first thing. What a lot of people do that I see them fail at. Now, this all depends on the person's goal. There's some people that are fine with like a, just a simple life. They want to have their Roth IRA, their retirement plan, and they just want to like have a comfortable, easy, simple existence. 
that's a certain type of person. I truly don't believe that everybody wants that life experience. I believe that some, like most people settle for that life experience, but for whatever reason, if that's you, okay, go that route. What I'm talking to is the person that wants a big life and they want to succeed and they want to help. They want to change their, their family pedigree. You know, they want to really change people's lives, their lives, their parents' lives, their, their brothers, sisters, all that. But one of the worst mistakes that you can make is coming into some money and then giving it to things that you don't understand. <laughs> so one of the worst places that you can, if you, you know, a lot of people are taught that stocks are a great place to invest. Real estate's a good place to invest. You can start an Amazon business. That's a decent place. Ecom this. Listen, all that stuff is going to fail if you don't understand it. Okay. So the worst thing you can do is come into some money and start putting it, start, that's, that's gambling is what that is. Now, here's what happens when you put the money into yourself. Your stock continues to rise. If I learn a skill, if I learn how to storytell like a, just like an awesome, if I learn how to tell great stories, that skill stays with me my entire life, which means it doesn't matter what the economy is doing. My stock goes up and up and up and up. This is why you are your best investment. So what I'll say finally is that all you really have to do to increase your earnings is you, in today's age, find the person that's doing what you want. They're living the way that you, that you want to live. Pay them for their time, attention, and their information that they have, and they'll give it to you and it will fast track you tremendously. The problem with that is that most, people's too, maybe most people have too much pride and ego to do that with somebody. They see somebody that has a life that they like and they get triggered by it. Oh, screw this guy. They start hating <laughs> on him naturally. They can't put their pride and ego aside and say, you know what? This guy's got it. I'm going to learn from him. Okay. But, you know, that's part of the journey. That's, you know, having some animosity and having some insecurity and having some like resentment towards people at the beginning is all part of self-mastery. Once you learn how to master that, you're, you're learning how to remove your ego, create some humility in your life. And then that puts you on a track to actually becoming rich. Does that make sense? You understand? Yeah. What's your takeaway from what I covered? Um, my takeaway is that you have this fun little rich acronym for, <laughs> yeah. for becoming rich. Uh, no, man, it's it's like what I said earlier. It's everything we ever talk about keeps coming back to working on yourself first, fixing yourself first and building yourself up first. And that never ends, too. Right. Like you're still doing that. I'm sure to this day, this isn't this isn't like a look at me. I'm Jeremiah. I'm the most successful person on the earth podcast. This is just, it's more so like what you do day in and day out to keep moving forward is what we're trying to pass along to other people. That's exactly right. And the reason why it keeps coming back to work on you is because when I wasn't working on me, that's when I was failing. That's when I was going in circles. I'm saving people decades of mistakes, years of pain and misery. Okay. The other thing the other reason why that keeps coming up is because you find what you're looking for. So Justin, you see what you're looking for. You're obviously working on yourself right now pretty heavily. That's why you keep seeing it in these episodes over and over again. Okay. We are all limited and I, I don't even know the details of the stuff that you're working on. Okay. But it's very apparent when you bring something up like that. And this is true for everybody. The world is constantly giving you what you're looking for. Okay. Um, in fact, if you were to simply just relax, nature can get, can give you and deliver to you what you're looking for. Okay. This is how powerful there's this infinite. This is a whole nother level for people. Um, it might be too much, but 
there, there's, I'll just dive into it because it's, it's coming to me right now. And when that happens, I just allow <laughs> things to come through me. Right. There's an intelligence that delivers information to us as humans. Okay. You stumble your way to what you're looking for all the time. And this is such a truth, a universal truth that you can find answers in anything. You can find answers in education. You can even find answers in nature. So if you're to simply sit back and relax and ask yourself a question, how do I become more rich? And you just started observing what was around you, your surroundings. What you'll find is you'll start looking at something. Something will catch your eye and that object or what, what maybe it's a flower, maybe it's something that you, a sign that you see and it has a word on it. You're going to, it's going to reflect back to you something that you're thinking and it's going to give you your next step. Okay. So I was doing this exercise with my wife on the plane. Actually, we were flying out here to the Dominican Republic and I was like, watch, ask the universe a question and then just observe and tell me what you see. And we were talking about, um, I forget what the question was exactly, but it was something along the lines of what's next in life. Okay. She's basically said that what's next for us in life. And I said, okay, now look around. We looked around. I said, what catches your eye? She said that arrow right there. And I said, okay, what does it mean to you? She said that arrow is basically pointing up. It means new levels. And I said, okay, so what does that bring it all together for me? She said, well, what's next for us is new levels. Okay. Point being is like the universe is reflecting back to her what she's looking for and what she's seeing from her perspective. Okay. And if you, you know, everybody can use this tool to figure out their next steps in life. You're right now on a hunt for working on yourself. You're trying to figure out next steps. Now, the key to this is when you see those steps, when you figure out, okay, I really need to work on this. Like something in this podcast today is resonating with the listener. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the relationship, the philosophy, the impact, the law of compensation, or the habits, mindset, skill set, and team. I don't know what it is, but it's telling you about you. And if you just simply listen and stop arguing with it, your path to success will collapse. The timeline will collapse and you'll get there in, un, in just amazing, incredible amount of time. Okay, fast. You'll get there quickly. So I had to say that and point it out to everybody that you're, you, the universe delivers you what you're looking for. And if you want to get rich, there's something in this episode that's giving you the key to it. What else, dude? I have nothing to add. What'd you like about today? I, I like talking about money. That is one of the, uh, the topics that gets me going every once in a while. Um, and, uh, and we got some really good stuff across. I like these episodes where I can really feel the flow coming out of you. And this was one of those. So. Right on, dude. Any big takeaway for you? Um, you know, a big takeaway from a while ago that I thought about, too, is is the point of when you mentioned viewing yourself as a channel for money to flow through. Like, it's not your money. It's just yeah. your turn with it. I saw that on like an Instagram thing or one, yeah. one thing once. But but it really is that that's that's one of those mindset shifts I had a while ago where it's just like you're not you're not out there just trying to pass go and collect two hundred dollars for your entire life. It's like you actually have to have to do things and put it back into the universe and then watch kind of how the cycles and then that can get fun. But yeah, that's what stands out to me. Yeah. Once you. Yes, exactly. And once you unlock that, it becomes a game. 
what else can I give? What else can I give? What else can I give in order to get? Who can I, you know, it just becomes a game for you. It's life hack. So, all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Like I said, you're going to find what you're looking for. So it revealed whatever you are looking for, it revealed itself in today's episode. And what I ask is that you, if you found value, if you found an, if you had an epiphany or a realization or an awareness or something that you know, that's going to help you out in your life and in your journey, it's going to help you and your team succeed. Just take this show and share it with a friend, send a text, put it on Facebook, Instagram, tag me if you want to. That's all that I ask in return. We're not going to, I'm going to keep this clean of ads. We're not going to put ads on here. If you guys do your part. Okay. It makes the most sense to run it that way. I want to build it organically. Remember those four keys to riches. Until next time, be the leader. I need some motivation. Motivation. Every day I try a little harder, but my dedication. Dedication. Keep my head way, way above the water. Trying myself when I yell at the wall. Begging to run, but I needed to crawl. I see the finish line up ahead. Trying to get traction from all of this tread. I am a king. I am a queen. I am more than the people can see. I am strong when I'm needing to be. Vulnerability's nothing to me. You can try, but I'm unshakable. My successes is never debatable. I'm coming and I'm so interchangeable. Here's to you and all that you are capable. You gotta go hard, better get it. You gotta go hard.